Hey guys. <laughs> hey man. It's good to sit down with you. Mm-hmm. Um, y'all have been serving at First Christian for over 20 years now. Uh, just for old time's sake, what do you remember about year one here with the church? Wow. That's a long time ago. Yeah, I, I would say uh, it was a big difference from where we came from. You know, we came from a church that was pretty, um, I don't know, a younger alive, church, very alive, thriving, thriving family, a lot of people. Yeah. Um, and we knew there was a need in Wachula. That's one of the reasons we were really felt called to come here is to do what we could do. But when we got here, I, I started wondering, you know, I came as a youth pastor and there was like two youth. And so. And two um, babies in the nursery, which would have been ours and the Albertans. Yeah. <laughs> so it was very um, sparse at the beginning and a much different <laughs> age range of people and a very, very small group. Yeah. Um, and so that first year was was very difficult because it was mm-hmm. there was a lot of transition. There was um, uh, even, I don't know, kind of culture shock a little bit. Yeah. Uh, it yeah. was a very different place to live. We were here because we knew God called us here, but um, we, we wouldn't be being very transparent and honest if we were like, oh, it was first year was awesome. So there easy. Was lots of uh, struggles, lots of different th- challenges, th- things to overcome. You're trying to grow a church, trying to start things. And when you start changing things or doing new things, sometimes that's met with resistance. And I don't know if you know that in mm-hmm. churches. But, but also, um, thank goodness for the people that did not want First Christian to close their doors. Yes. They wanted yeah. to keep going. Yeah. And we and, saw that heart in people absolutely. when we were even... It's a, it, that's a whole other story yeah. as far as how, how we got here. But the those first, I would even say, I know you asked for the first year, but that first couple of years even, there was a time when then the youth began to grow. And we really saw the heart of the church and, and the people, even though it was a small group then, we got to the point where it was, we needed to expand. And the only way for us to expand literally was to tear down a wall between where the youth were in a small room, what's now Kids World, mm-hmm. um, and take out a wall that went into um, uh, the they called the leaders the leaders class, class the older the people's older class group. okay it was their Sunday and, school class and so they'd always met there that's what their room was and when I went to them and asked if this was even a possibility and they met and talked and came back and said absolutely we are here for the youth of this church to grow we'll go somewhere else that was kind of a big eye-opening moment for me mm-hmm. i was like wait a minute mm-hmm. there's there's a lot of hope here and 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 we got excited you know we got mm-hmm. behind that the church has always been a church this church has always been filled with people who were behind um trying new things uh, you know to vision to grow right to to grow the youth to grow the mm-hmm. kids um and Again, there are struggles. Year, year one, year <laughs> sure. two, yeah. year three. I would even say the first four years, I was the youth pastor for the first four years. So there, there was a lot of challenges in those first four years. But there was a lot of good things that happened as well um, and a lot of growth. So, Yep, for sure. And even within that first four years, seeing the two in the nursery grow and suddenly we have kids coming that were helpers kids but then like families coming and then all of a sudden we had a need for somebody to help with the kids that we did not have um, before then um, when I was just helping him with the youth ministry so that's really kind of how that even started um, having a heart for the kids that were growing up um, at that point and so I was already trying to give them some good news and give them some Jesus at the same time you were doing it with the youth so yeah yeah, yeah. that's pretty awesome 
Yes. Some interesting. Another time we'll go into some deeper stories, yes. maybe the very interesting stories. But yeah. um, the transforming, yeah. like always being. We were able to give an idea, and we always had so much support, yeah. even back then. That, you know? that, that was always one of my favorite things. Was no matter how crazy of an idea, mm -hmm. and I came up with plenty of crazy ideas, and. Um, they they were willing to try it, you know, mm -hmm. for the sake of growth. And because they, before we came, the church really was at a, a point where it was stagnant and it was dying and they knew it. And they knew we either make changes or we're not going to be able to keep these doors open. And so they, they, they said that when we were, when we came down and visited um, before we officially came, but then they backed that up in those moments. And so tough first few years for sure, mm -hmm. but Today where we are, so worth it. And mm -hmm. I would even say there was moments where, it, I don't know how transparent you want me to be, but <laughs> there were moments in those first few years where I definitely questioned God, like, Lord, did I hear you right on this? Is this really where you've called us? Because this is hard. This is hard. Um, there was many of those moments. It was just very difficult, but it's very evident now. Um, as always, he knew what he was doing. He had a plan. For sure. Very, he had a plan. So, very much so. So fast forward mm -hmm. to 2019, uh, mm. that was a big jump, I that know. That was a big jump. Yeah. <laughs> First Christian in 2019, we did uh, phase one uh, mm -hmm. of the Do Something campaign. Mm -hmm. Now in 2023, we're embarking on phase two. Why now? Yeah. God's timing, yeah. not ours, and learning to trust that. Yeah, I, I think mean, I think I think that's the faith answer. Yeah. I think the practical answer is <laughs> I don't think anybody is going to be caught off guard to remember like, oh, yeah, we went through COVID. So right. 2019, we started this full board, not knowing the whole world was going to be shut down, which right. that that changed the dynamics and the flow of the whole thing. And so it <sighs> it did slow, slow us down. I, I believe we felt slowed down. Obviously, we also right. believe in God's timing on everything. And so. Uh, but it, 2019, we pushed through. That, to me, was another testament of the the strength and the willingness of our church to give. Is we were able to accomplish something even during a time that was very difficult. People weren't going to church. And, mm -hmm. you know, no one knew what was going to happen or how this was all going to turn out. And yet they gave and they sacrificed. And we were able to build and do all of phase one and have it paid for. Um, that, that's success. You know, um, no, we weren't able to just run right into phase two right away. Mm -hmm. Um but again, I look at it now, then it was like, let's, you feel like everyone do it all at once, you know, let's go. But the timing of it and where we are today as a church and the people since then that God has brought to the church and yeah. are there now, um, it just makes so much more sense that the time is now, that this is, God was preparing us mm -hmm. um, and mm -hmm. we're more, more than ready, I believe, uh, as a church and his handprints are all over. His timing, I believe, is all over it. So, um, again, that's more of a practical side of it. Also, we've grown. I mean, it yeah. even we, we needed the building back then. We really need the building now. We've actually had to expand the building along the way a little bit from where we mm -hmm. first started to what, what we're building because we knew it, it just didn't make any sense to build a building that wasn't big enough right from the beginning. So, right. Um, Absolutely. So, definitely God's timing. Yeah. Um, is big. Sure. Did you have anything else on that? On no, the, I was. I why was now? Just, why now? We do need it now for sure. Yeah. And I, I do think back though, like the first drawings 
of the building and thinking that it was what we would need. Mm -hmm. And then because of the pause, we were able to rethink and be like, okay, if we built that building today, we would already put the same amount of kids in there. We'd already be ready to figure out what to do to expand that space. So I think it's pretty awesome that even though the pause was hard, the pause was needed yeah. to be able to know where to go mm-hmm. and what we needed truly and we to plan for. Yeah, we learned a we lot. Learned Even a from lot. phase one to things that we're doing differently in phase two, I think we're, um, we're smarter. We're, more, we're wiser, I would say. We're, you think we're smarter? I don't know it's smart. We're not talking about when I say we. I don't necessarily mean me and you. I'd say as a church, I believe we're wiser like, wow, in how that... we're moving forward with it. Yeah. Um, for sure. So yeah. that's why, I mean, it's, there's like, again, practical side, it's needed more than ever, even more than in 2019. And then, um, like you said, it's God's timing. We really believe God's called us to do this. And when God, it's, it's very much, it's very similar to what we just said. When we came to Wachula, everybody said, well, especially to me, they're right. like, what are you doing? Like you're leaving a, ch- a much larger church that's you love and everything's great. Why would you do that? And their, their version was you're going backward because they looked at it as stepping stones in ministry. And to me, I feel like it, it's similar in, in what we're doing right now. Just we're moving forward. This is um, the time is now. The, everything is right now. And we feel when God calls you to something, just like he called us here, you answer. doesn't matter. It makes sense. You do what he calls you to do. And yeah. we feel like God has called us to do this. And so we're going to do it, whether that makes sense complete sense to everybody else in the world or not um, we're going to follow what God calls us to it's true we can make the plans but he determines our steps and when our steps happen yes we have to remember that for sure for sure so for phase two our goal um, to get this building ready to use Mm -hmm. is 2.2 million dollars what happens if we come up short I don't think we will. God's got it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I really don't feel like we have to worry about that part. I've seen God move, and I know He's Mm going to do it. Yeah. I'll answer your question. I feel like, (laughs) you know, that's true. Everything she said is true. But I do 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 believe believe it with all my heart. I really do. We do believe that we're going to meet that goal. but for the sake of answering the question, because that's going to be a question I think that a lot of yeah, people have. Well, what if, and I, I mean, I would say the the logical thing to say is if that happens, we're going to have to pivot at that point. And my goal, I think even the leadership's goal, is we've talked about these types of scenarios um, that we would, everything would be put on pause that would ha- we could put on pause to and still hopefully get that building to where it's able to be occupied and used. Right. Because then it at least alleviates the space problem that we currently have. No, we may not get all the other stuff done as well. Right. Um, but we want to make sure we get those kids a place um, to be able to, to stretch out, to move. I think you came, you were one of the ones that did some of the studying behind the square footage that's needed, and we're just grossly behind on that. Um, so we want to make that happen. So we would work everything out to to do that. I, I would also, though, that it's to that number, because it's a big number, $2.2 million when people hear it, I think they need to also understand, or all of us need to understand that what other number 
Is there? Because the only <laughs> way you get a smaller number is if you decrease what you're building and what you're doing. Right. We just kind of talked about that, right? Mm -hmm. If you do that, then you're just wasting money, really, because you're not right. you're not solving the problem. You're just creating another building that's going to be slam full of kids that they're not going to be able to use the way we're hoping this new building is going to be used in so many incredible ways. And so, you know, it, it is the number. It's not like we're building something that's over the top, we, something right. we don't need. It's more than what we need. We've, we've done all the calculations. This has been very, very thought out, yeah. prayed about um, to the point where we know if Kids World fills this building up at that point, at that level, that ratio, we will be running two and three services already mm -hmm. in um, the worship center. And so it made sense at that point that we're utilizing everything to its fullest right. capacity. Now it's time to think even bigger. Um, so that number is that number because it's it's what it costs today to build what we need. And so um, it is a big, big number. It is. But we have a big, big God. That's yeah. what I tell the kids in Kids World. Yeah. It is yes. a big, big number. It is. But like we and again, I'll, I always go back to the practical stuff. You're just a lot more spiritual than I am. But the, <laughs> back to the, the practical side of it is, <clears throat> I think everybody has lived it. So mm -hmm. we understand from 2019, pre-COVID to today, everything is triple to yeah. four times the amount it was. So it makes that number a lot higher than what we originally would have been able to build it for, but we can't We can't live in that past. We gotta say, this is the reality of today. Right. This is where we are. This is what the need is. This is what our God's called us to, and we believe he's going to come through. And, um, and so that's, that's what we, that's what runs through our minds when we think of that number. And hopefully along the way, it's building people's faith, honestly, because they're not gonna give unless they know what they're giving to, not just a building on our campus, right? but building the kingdom. Yeah. And so praying that all of that comes about um, because it is a big number. Because if it was a smaller number, maybe it wouldn't be as big of a faith builder. But it is a huge faith builder because it's something that seems so large. God has to show up. He has to like just, and I pray that those kids today, because they're a part of this, they get to see God show up in such a big way and that they can bring their friends and more kids and our community will change and our families will change. And it's not just to put a building on our campus, it's to build the kingdom. Yeah, what better thing to, to give right? and sacrifice towards the next so generation true. of spreading the gospel message. And, and obviously in our town, even where we live, we live in a smaller place. And so a, a $2.2 million building doesn't usually get built every day around here. And so, that's a very, um, I think that's another reason why maybe it's a really big number to a lot of us. But Right. Um, but I feel God, like in big cities, big yeah. things come up like this all the time, but this is like a big deal. Yeah. for Which is all the more reason, I guess, all the more possibility for God to show up and people right. to go. Exactly. I mean, you look at our church, right? And <laughs> I've heard this, I've heard this comment and it's not, it's not wrong, but man, I look around and I see the people and I see the amount of people we have and what da 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 and how are we going to raise $2.2 million? We're not going to raise it. God's going to do this. And that's the whole point is be, when it does happen and people go, mm -hmm. how did that happen? That's our opportunity to point to God and say, it only happened right. because of what he did. And right. we give him all the glory, glory for all this. Yeah. Glory. And so yeah. that I'm, I'm so excited about that part. Mm -hmm. I want us to... 
And not very often in our lifetimes do we get to be a part of something right. like that. Right, exactly. Yeah. That's you know? what I was yeah. saying about the kids. I mean, how yeah. cool in their little young lives to see the faith of the people coming together and hearing the stories. And that's pretty unusual. Mm. It doesn't happen every day. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. So in your own personal prayer life, mm. when you pray about the campaign, what are you praying for? Well, mine, I would say Proverbs, I, it, I go there and I think Proverbs chapter 3, uh, verses 5 and 6, and I, I'm not going to lean on my own understanding, but I'm going to lean on God, and I'm going to let Him be the one that when I do that, I know that He will make my path straight. That he's, and if I, every time I lean on my own understanding, obviously I start questioning everything. <laughs> Um, and I want, in my prayer life, I'm constantly asking, God, help me to lean on you. Help me to lean mm-hmm. on your understanding because there are going to be parts of this and moments of this that are not going to make sense to even to my mind and other people's minds, but we want to be obedient to what you've called us to. And so um, leaning on him is, is a prayer that I keep praying, Lord, help me not to. I'm a doer, and I'm, I, I like to sometimes... I, I know myself and I, I can get ahead of God mm. and I don't want to do that. I want to stay behind him, follow him wherever he calls us to. Um, and I also, but I also don't want to, I don't want to get scared and be afraid and I want to trust him. So I, I constantly pray, God, help me to lean not on my own understanding. And I know that you're going to make my path straight if I'll do that. And as a leader, I think we've got to do that, or we're going to we're going to fail. Uh, we're human, so we need his guidance for sure. Yeah, I, I think also just guarding my heart and mind in Jesus, guarding all of our thoughts, the the fears that do come, the the doubts that come, all of those things, and just remembering why we are doing what we're doing that it's such a bigger picture it's not just putting like i can't i keep saying that but not just putting a, another building on our campus but all those lives all those families all of that the growth and learning who jesus is i mean the stuff that lasts forever if that building can point someone to eternal life and life here where they are building the kingdom that's the important part like inspiring families, inspiring, I always go back to Deuteronomy 6, but just if a building can help us um, raise up warriors um, that are willing to fight for what is right here. Mm -hmm. There's so many other things money goes to in our world today that does nothing to help grow us closer to Jesus. Um, So definitely in every step. I, I think I said that a few minutes ago. We can make all the plans we want, but the Lord's the Lord is the one who determines our steps. So waiting on him, waiting on the Lord. I feel like we've been doing a good amount of waiting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you learn a lot through the waiting. I pray that we learn a lot through the waiting. For yeah. sure. Yeah. Yeah. So this campaign it, it's a lot. Mm-hmm. Emotionally, logistically, um, it, it it's heavy. It's it's a lot of weight to carry. Has there been a scripture that has anchored you um, through the first few weeks of this process, but even leading up in the years to come? Um, yeah. 
There's been yeah. many. Yeah. But you want to go I, first? Yeah, yeah I, go ahead. I love, um, I think it's Colossians 2.7. I'm not always great with the addresses. I'm working <laughs> on that. Um, but the whole thing about being rooted in him and building on him and remembering the things you've been taught and growing strong. Like, it's kind of cool seeing that, like, with all the things we are doing to build this building. I kind of think about that, how the roots... Um, but our roots should be in him. Like if we are doing anything without him in it, it's it's really not even, what is it? If the Lord does not build the house, it's in yeah. vain. Yeah. Um, so I, I really think about that rooted scripture because um, it helps me think like even without building the walls yet, the beginning is so important. The beginning is so important and what I do with the kids and what we're teaching and mm-hmm. um the campaign, it's a big, like you said, it's so much, but oh my goodness, we could learn so much from it Yeah. besides just giving. Like our faith that will grow, it'll be worth it, hmm. all of it, the emotional, the stressful. It's pretty amazing yeah. that God's put this in our path, in our lifetime. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I'd say for me, uh, Philippians 4 and... Actually, I wanted to, I'll read, I'm going to read a little bit of it just because different versions use different words. Mm -hmm. And it's obviously a very famous one, but, you know, do not be anxious about anything. But in every situation, by prayer or petition, with thanksgiving, present your request to God. And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. And so Mm -hmm. I love reading that verse, and again, in other translations as well, because there's little things you can pick out there. Um the big one being don't be anxious. Um, you've already said it, but, you know, $2.2 million. Um, you know, it, it's a lot of weight. It's all these things. Um, and as a senior pastor of a church, that's a lot of times the guy on the stage that's talking about it and mm. trying to move the ball forward, um, it can create anxiousness and, and anxiety of, you know, Lord, I, I want to make sure we do this right in the way you want us to do it and and bring us the people and and uh, that are going to help us make this thing happen and help us to trust you through all of it and that's when i read in every situation by prayer and petition with thanksgiving which again not just going to him during this complaining or like god why is this but thank you for the opportunity i mean he's trusting us with this and we are to be a good steward of this when i look at all those kids and i we just recently had them up on the stage and you look at all of them to me that is a blessing from God. And it's like, how are you going to steward what I brought you? Um, mm-hmm. Are you going to steward this well? Um, and I know and I believe that last part in verse 7 where he says, And the peace of God which transcends all understanding will guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. Just, I know that that's the only way I'm going to find peace in all of this. Because there's always going to be naysayers. There's always going to be people that are not for something like this or feel like it should be done differently or Whatever. And so you, you hear all those things, and, and I'm big on unity. I always want everyone to get along. and The church to always be everybody moving in the same direction. And th- This big of a family, that doesn't always take place. And so I have to go back and be anchored in, in a verse like that or verses like that because I'm reminded, okay, don't be anxious about this. Just talk with God about this. Talk with Him. Be thankful that He's allowed you to be a part of this and and. and that you're, you know, going to play a, a, a small role, but in something really, really big. 
And then hmm. knowing that he'll be faithful to give me the peace to know that I've got this. You don't have to carry this. I got this. I need to be reminded of that because sometimes yes. I, I try to do too much. We do you feel the like weight, him. I think, as humans in yeah. our flesh. And, you know, being the kids' world director and the pastor and, you know, you're talking to the big kids, I'm talking to the little kids and just teaching everybody at the same time. But it's all those kids that were on the stage all have families. So whether we build a kids' world building or it's a whatever building, like it's going to bring people to Jesus. And we I just I want to see that happen for our community. Yeah, me too. And knowing that we have the ability to do it, and the only thing standing between us and that building, these kids being able to have a place to invite their friends and bring like currently these they can't do that. I mean, literally if they brought all their hard. friends, there's nowhere to put them. Oh, okay. being, being able to be a part of this, you know, moving yeah. this forward. Mm-hmm. Um, the only thing, I, I, I'm like, guys, we can do this. We can do this, church. This is something that we can be a part of together. And God's, I look out there and I, every Sunday, and I just look at the faces of people. Mm-hmm. And in our small town, of course, we all know pretty much everybody. <laughs> and it's like, wow, what a special group that God has mm-hmm. brought together, you know, to quote Esther, for such a time as this, right? This is a, our moment, our time. Us coming together like this, we can be a part of something that's going to way outlive us yeah, for the generations to come. Yeah, but not for our glory, not for right. our glory, not for FCC to look amazing. It is right. all for God's glory to point people to Him. That's crazy to me mm-hmm. that we could be used for something like that in the yeah. kingdom. Right. That's yeah. wild. We just yeah. have to trust. Yeah. That's that's hard. And He's but been faith. faithful from year one mm-hmm. that we started with to exactly. year 23. Um, <laughs> it's... It's his hand has clearly been a part of all of it, and it's it's a blessing to, to be even allowed yeah. to play a small part of it. it is is incredible. I would agree. Thank you, Jesus. Mm-hmm. <laughs>